Hello and welcome to Raw Rants, your podcast where we talk about all the stuff that happens right at the intersection of life and business. My name is Stefan Thuringer and I am your host. I'm an angel investor, I'm a serial entrepreneur, I'm a dad, I'm a fool, and a heart attack survivor. Connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I have a website. Or connect to our community number at 617-313-2827. Let me know what you think about this episode or any other episode you'd like to chat about. Give me some of your thoughts. Let me know what you'd like me to talk about. Let me know how I can help you. My name is Stefan Terringer, your host here at the Raw Rants Podcast. Grateful you're here and we're ready for the next episode. Listen in. Here we go. Hello, this is Stefan Terringer, your host here at the Raw Rants Podcast. Wow, I'm recording today on Wednesday, December 30th of 2020. And guess what? It's almost here. And what it is? 2021. We're all so excited. Are you? It's amazing to me. Everyone seems so damn relieved that this year is over. Why is that? I have no idea. I wouldn't be able to imagine. Many of us seem to anticipate that things, once that clock hits midnight on the 31st and the date switches on to 1121, that everything is going to be tremendously, dramatically, rapidly different. And for one reason or another, I'm one of those people. I think the hope I have is that the energy, the reflection, the learnings, the things we've acknowledged about ourselves, others, and our environments, not just the ego system, but also our ecosystem, that we take that into 21 and we make 2021 something that will be better, safer, happier, more productive, more connected, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. See, I do understand the sentiment on the surface where I truly, truly can see when I look back at 2020. Um, I'm, first of all, very, very grateful for so many lessons were learned, so many opportunities that I've been given, and especially the people and the tribes that I was able to connect with, which I am absolutely 100% certain that without COVID, the tragedy of COVID-19, I would have absolutely not been able to connect with and that would have never happened. Some of you have already heard my story um, about my major challenges in 2020. And I'm sure like I had some major challenges and they were particularly health focused. Many, many, many of you listening have probably had your own challenges. And I think everyone in one way or another had their challenges in 2020. Nobody, no industry, frankly, I believe, were left untouched. And even companies and people that ultimately found their way through it or with it, they had to embrace change, uncertainty, and frankly, individually as well as company-wide from 
the entire breadth of it, the willingness to take a chance. For me personally, and for I think many of you probably is reflected and resulted in growth, reflection, action, and hopefully for many of us, including myself, a better path forward that not only applies professionally, but also individually. It's amazing when you think back how 2020 started. Many families and personal friends of mine all over the world, they had to endure personal hardships. Started with fires in Australia, which was all over the news, and then the fires were pushed aside for the frontline news when COVID hit, which is gracefully moving with us into 2021. And then also, most certainly, the heartbreaking diversity dialogue that is so, so urgent and acknowledgement on my side of a very and highly sensitive nature. A few things that came up for me, which I wonder for you if they came up, is some of the things that I've always struggled with in the past and I suddenly was forced to deal with. One of those things and one of the biggest lessons and learnings I had to go through was loneliness versus being alone. That has my entire lifespan. Every damn therapy session I've ever been to, that's always been one of my big, big, big challenges and learnings. The other one that I learned earlier in the year, and I'll talk about this in a moment a little more, was surrender and my fucking illusion of control. But more importantly, also in that context, that time is not a commodity. And at the time we miss, the time we miss with people, with each other, and the time we miss to acknowledge moments and to enjoy particular moments that pass without acknowledgement and with any grace, without any grace, we will never, ever get those moments back. And simply put, remember, which what I was reminded of many, many times this year, time is not renewable. My time clock stopped and many of you have heard me talk about this before, but I want to acknowledge it because I've been thinking about it so much between Christmas and now New Year's coming up. My time clock stopped on February 24th in the afternoon when I had a heart attack. And 48 hours later on February 26th, was laying under the knife at MGH here in Boston for the surgery of a quadruple bypass open heart surgery. When I look back 10 months now, uh, it seems a little unreal. It feels like physically in the way I feel, what I do today, how I show up, it feels like it never happened. But make no damn mistake here, just like my mom for that matter used to say, and she loved to say it, I'm like an elephant, I will always, always forgive, but I will never forget. I myself will never ever forget this year, the emotions I felt and was forced to feel and all the experiences around it. And the other piece I will never forget, and I really, really make an effort on a daily basis to acknowledge all of them, are the people who were there and shared the journey with me and I was able to rely on without even asking for it. And that was probably one of the most amazing things. And as I'm sitting here reflecting on the many lessons learned, the lessons I received and maybe sometimes reluctantly received, 
I invite you to do the same. I think there's the close-up opportunity we were given through 2020. And it's almost like a zoom onto ourselves and on the things we choose, the things we do, the things we don't choose, the things to be grateful for which we have and the things we are grateful for need to be grateful for we don't have. And again, the emotions we were often forced to deal with and the openings we hopefully all created for ourselves. For me personally, one of the things I wanted to acknowledge in this last podcast of the year of 2020 that I'm immensely grateful to my family and my friends. One person I want to acknowledge, and I know she's not going to like it, is my daughter, who I know for a fact was struggling to stay focused, focused on the words of hope, positive energy at the moments of this intense 72-hour journey that I went through at MGLH. But she, wow, she was so strong and she was holding it all together. And she was there all night when I was fighting along in the ICU after my surgery took much longer than expected and anticipated. And I was waking up the next day, almost 24 hours later after my surgery had started. And the first voice I heard was her voice when I was waking up in that ICU the next day. The other thing she did, which was fantastically funny particularly if you could have seen it but the one thing you learn in the hospital is when you have heart surgery and you have any friends family who've ever been through it there's two things you learn very very quickly when i uh, was brought to the surgery floor um, which was in mgh called the stepton icu um, a nurse gave me a pillow which was carefully wrapped <coughs> and she said well you know what that will be your best friend and you will learn why and Hell yeah, I learned why. She gave me that pillow. And the moment you come out of surgery and you have your first cough when your lungs are coming back after they're entirely deflated. And if there's any doctors on here, maybe they're not entirely deflated. Whatever you do and did with my lungs, I coughed for a while after that. And the pain on the incision where they go with a little saw through your chest is without that pillow unbearably high, the pain level. So she bought me that recliner chair because the other thing you learn is also the recliner is one of those things where in the hospital you move yourself from the bed to the chair, from the chair to the bed, from the bed to the chair. You're restless. You're a pain in the ass around all the nurses because they got to deal with you because you want to be moved from here to there because the first 24 to 48 hours, um, your, your movement on your own is fairly li limited. So... The other part I want to acknowledge, and I, I think particularly this day and age as we're in the COVID times, I want to express absolute 100% amaze and gratefulness to the docs, the nurses who took care of me, and the many people who kept going in and out of my rooms. And what I mean with that is the people, we, we always give the attention to the nurses, and absolutely deservingly so. We give the attention to the doctors because they are the heroes who put you back together. Um, but then there's the people and the smiles I received from the people caring for me. When they bring food, they take your blood, they keep your room clean, they help you uh, keep the bathroom clean. Those people, when they came and when they left, it was not always a long conversation. We never talked much. There was maybe a brief hello and a goodbye. 
But that small moment, that small moment and the glimpse of a smile that let me know things are going to be beyond just okay, that gave me hope and gave me strength. And that knowledge also, because my timing of my surgery was, was really uh, serendipitous and, and, and slightly awkward in retrospect, my surgery was February 26, and that week was right before the COVID storm started. And it allows me now to see a small glimpse of the experience nurses and doctors and the entire hospital staff do create and do extend on a day-to-day -day basis to us patients when it's most needed and it looks desperate or sometimes even hopeless. So I know I was a pain in the ass at times, as I said, needing to be moved and complaining about the pillow and the sheets and needing another water and a chip of ice. But because of all of you, I never even thought about fear for my life, which maybe any normal person should have and would have. But if you know anything about me, I am and I try to be anything else but just normal. So there we go. Immensely, immensely grateful. Immensely, immensely um, in your debt and um, I'm just I'm just amazed that in the condition of health in the condition of spirit I can sit here today and uh, just live my life so I want to close this by saying 2020 has been an incredible eye-opening heart-wrenching amazing and literally life-changing year for me it allowed me growth it allowed me growth to an immeasurable extent in spirit and mind And there's a Sanskrit word, and I was in my networking journey speaking with someone just about a couple of weeks ago about it, which is my Sangha. And the Sanskrit word and the expression um, of Sangha has invited me to really get clarity what I want in my Sangha and what I want my Sangha to feel and look like. It is a little more than 24 hours to... January 1st of 2021. I'm wishing all of you a brilliant ending to 2020, an amazing, amazing start into 2021. I'm grateful you're all here listening. My name is Stefan Turinger. I'm a dad. I'm a fool. I'm a heart attack survivor, a serial entrepreneur, and grateful that you're here. Connect with me on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Look up our website at the Human Innovation Garage and look up my website at Stefan K. Terringer. Again, sending you all love and light. Stefan for 2020 out.